Hello, this is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our short-form podcast where we'll be interviewing Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light, all in creating epic client service and work-life balance. Enjoy the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minutes. And remember, we like to bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light that some of our very uh, unique real estate agents, if you will, and Nancy, if that's okay, if I, if I use the word unique, um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, to light, to help others maybe to do the same. And so I'm just delighted today to have Nancy Chapin with us. For those of you who don't know Nancy, uh, Nancy's been in the real estate business for 16 years, specifically eight to nine years with our Mount Baker office. And uh, right now, Nancy has a daughter who is getting ready to head off to college. And we were just kind of talking about that a little bit because I've got a son in the same boat. But we're not here to talk about college today. We're here to talk about video. And uh, I, Nancy, first of all, I want to say thank you for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I love talking uh, video and real estate together more than just about anything. Well, and I want to just uh, point out to our listeners, the reason why we're talking to Nancy today, if, if you're not familiar with Nancy, um, she does a lot of video and a lot of successful video. And the one thing that really intrigues me is that um, we get we hear this all the time, Nancy. So if we're teaching a class or we're coaching and I said, hey, you should really start thinking about video. Uh, let's just kind of address these one at a time, but we get people that say, well, you know what, I, I don't think I look good on video or I don't sound good on video. And so they allow that to become the hurdle that allows them not to move forward. What what would you say to that? Um, get over it is the short answer. <laughs> that's, that's really the shortest answer. Um, I think part of it is we forget that when people meet us, they actually see what our face looks like and they hear our voice. And typically, if you can get a jump on having them feel a connection to you, to feel that familiarity and feel like, oh, I, I like this person. I kind of I get their vibe before they even meet you. You are steps ahead of the game. And if um, I mean, I, I actually yesterday I was telling my family that I was going to make a video uh, I probably will do it. So I'm going to just tell you about it now so that when it's done, you can go, oh, she was going to do that. Um, because if I tilt my head back uh, and thank God, this is a podcast, I have very uneven nos- nostrils. Mm-hmm. Didn't know this until recently in my life. My daughter <laughs> pointed it out to me. And so in many videos now, I am painfully aware of that. I also, at my lovely age of almost 60, I got a lot of skin that's just hanging around in places that uh, there once was elastic, beautiful, firm skin. And right. I got some serious uh, wrinkles and furrowed brows. So I thought I would do this hysterical video of all the things that make me nuts. 
uh, that I'm really aware of and do like the whole freeze frame and some weird facial expression and point to the things that like you think I'm really comfortable doing this. Here are the things that make me nuts when I do video and I do it anyway. Right. Because people are just going to know those things about me. Clearly, when they meet me in person, they're going to know I am a middle aged, frumpy woman with gray hair. Big deal. Well, and I love it. You know, one of the things we always say is that, hey, uh, that's the way you sound and that's what you look like. And uh, and so when people are meeting you face to face or wherever it happens to be, you know, they're genuinely seeing you. But the other thing, too, is I also think that it makes you real. It makes you authentic. Right. Yeah. So part of how I got the jump on the video piece is I was introduced uh, the coach Denise Lonis many, mm -hmm. many years ago. Love her. She referred, made reference to this company, which, you know, I'm a huge fan of bombbomb.com. Yes. A plug for bombbomb. Yes. And their whole thing really is about using video for one-on-one -on -one communication. So those times when you would send a text, leave a voicemail, leave that long email that you took you way too long to write and rewrite and rewrite because you wanted to get it just perfect and make sure you were communicating that subtle nuance of whatever to do it with video. And so what I, so I started doing that because I, I had way back earlier in my career, I had, uh, was part of a team and we taught, um, home buyer, home buyer and seller seminars. And I found that once I start sort of graduated on the team to be one of the presenters, my close ratio of people wanting to work with me, as opposed to getting referred to somebody else on the team was really high. Went way so, up. I had this experience of like when people get a sense of who I am and my quirkiness, and I'm certainly not super polished. Um, I'm professional and I'm knowledgeable, but I'm not polished. Right. Um, right. That they wanted to work with me. And then the recession hit and I left that team and I wasn't doing any of those seminars and I was struggling a ton. And I was like, God, I got just got to figure out how to get in front of people again. Cause when I, when I, when they get me, those that it's a good fit for, they get me. And then they're going to, we're going to have a phone call and it's all going to work. So when I got introduced to doing the one-on-one -on -one video, to be honest, for the longest time, all I did was shoot a little selfie video after I'd gotten off the phone with some prospective new client after we'd set an appointment. And I would say, looking in the barrel of the camera, hey, Nancy Chapin here. I just wanted to give you a face to go with who you were just talking to today. I am so get, glad Bob gave you my name and number. Super excited to meet with you Saturday at 10. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you then. And that is it. Straight to the years. point. Yeah. And the number of times uh, people, their affect when I would meet with them was just different. I, I'm a hugger. And oftentimes at the end of a you know hour and a half consultation, we'll hug and say, oh my God, we're so glad we met. People were hugging me when they met me. Right. And I started asking people like, you know, I know you're interviewing other brokers. Why'd you pick me? And several times somebody said, you totally had us at that first video. And yeah. I was like, okay, I don't care how uneven my nostrils are, or how, <laughs> whatever, whatever my deal is that day. Uh, I got to get over it because clearly this is how, and then you're also just sending that to one person. I think social media has changed people's expectations about what quote unquote, doing video is because there's a hundred ways to do it. That's no different than leaving somebody a voicemail message or sending a text. Um, 
And I think if that's a great place to practice because it doesn't feel like, well, I think social media or YouTube or Instagram, all that stuff, then it feels like, you know, I have to be like, I'm a, I'm a TV star. Like right. it's, it's public. If, and, and some people just are not public people. And I get that. Uh, I mean, I still think it would be worth challenging yourself to be a more public person if you want to, in fact, connect with the public. Yeah. But I think even for all the people who really just want deeper relationships in their clients, they want to attract the people who really are going to love them and not the people who really aren't a good fit for them. Just doing that one-on-one. And, you know, I've been teaching the video class for uh, brokers for Windermere for a number of years now. And, and the place we start is I want you to shoot a, you know, 10 second or less video and you're going to send it to somebody in your family who loves you and adores you. That's all you got to do. And that's really, you just practice with the people who already know what you look like, sound like, love you, adore you. You know, that your dear yep. friend that you haven't seen in a year because it's been a pandemic, but you were thinking of them today. Just shoot a little 10 second video and say, hey, buddy, miss you. Can't wait for us to get to hang out again. People well, love getting that. Yeah, well, and, and this, the psychology behind it is that uh, I see your face, I hear your tone, I hear your pitch, I hear your tempo, and it connects with me on such a, a deeper a deeper place uh, than, oh, than text or email. And it, and it really gives, and, you know, the other piece is body language. Um, you know, I'm looking, I'm seeing you, I'm engaging with you, and I think that also gives people a sense of significance that you actually took time to actually shoot a video where you could have sent a text, you could have done an email, but my gosh, you took the time to actually send me a video. I'm grateful for that. Thank you so much. And um, it doesn't really take any longer. No. Than it does to, and for, for me actually doing a, I use it a lot with emails, um, with, cl- so people who are already my clients, so they know what I look like and that I usually, let's face it, have my ha- hair in a baseball cap, like 90% of the time. So it's not like I have to just save doing video for the days that, you know, I have a dress shirt on or whatever. Right. Because, uh, again, that's not me. Um, but I'll use it a lot. Like, I've got a template of videos where I go over all the ad- all the addendums that you're going to sign as part of getting your house ready on the market. They're about 45 seconds and minute and a half long per addendum. But it's just an easier way for people to digest a lot of the content that's part of real estate. So they're those kind of email videos. But then there's, um, my favorite was the one I, I shot yesterday. Uh, it starts out with me in my garage with a mountain of empty boxes and crap uh, with a very funny picture posed at, as the beginning with a ridiculous look on my face. Um, that's for the shredding and recycling event that, our office is doing. So exactly. I sent that out to my sphere of people who are local, sent it, put it out on Facebook. Um, but I would, I, and then because I sent it through BombBomb, I get to see the back end analytics of who watched it. Did they watch 10% of it? Did they watch 100% of it? People watch like the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't, well, again, I don't get it why, but they do. They want to connect with people. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So the, my next thing is this. We always get people say, well, I don't know what to send. You know, I don't have the content to send stuff out. I don't have those types of things. And I'd love to get your take on this. But, um, you know, authenticity, solving a problem, 
being real. I mean, isn't that what we all crave? Yeah. And so, so, you know, talk a little bit about that. I mean, content around those kind of those concepts, because that's what you do. When I see your stuff, you know, it's either it's informative, you're helping me understand something that may be a challenge for me. Uh, you're throwing in some humor, you're being real. It's not too long. It's to the point, And it's also something that I can relate to. It's not, a, it's not an advertisement, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I want to, um, well, there are a couple of things. One is I believe wholeheartedly, and you know, there's a ton of research and data and all that stuff out there, and you can reference that much better than I, about the power and impact of authenticity. And I firmly believe um, that every time one of us shows up, we foibles and all, in fact, sometimes the more foibles, the better. Right. We give permission to other people to actually get to show up warts and all. Like, you don't have to be perfect. You can stumble. You can. Yeah, you, you, you we're know, all perfect in some way, shape or form. And, and I think we, as a, as human beings, we crave having any corner of our lives where that's okay yeah um and and i think we just give permission to show up that way and i feel like if uh i like to think if i were god forbid hit by a bus tomorrow that one of the things that people would say about me is mm -hmm. that my wackiness and just being me gave felt like it gave them permission to just show up just show up i totally like agree it, if, if that is any of what my time on this planet has resulted in, I'm a happy camper. Because I just think so many people walk through the world. And I think that some of the, some of why video is hard for people is because they don't feel like they have permission to show up. I mean, I've done a lot of therapy for a lot of years, so that may have had something <laughs> to do with my ability to do this. My siblings would tell you I've been a ham since I was... I came out of my mother's body being a big old joker. Joker. So, yep. Well, a little bit so, of that. So, so the authenticity is real. The other thing I would ask you this is, do you, do you have kind of a schedule or in your mind or in your planning, do you kind of say, these are kind of the videos I want to do. And here's kind of when I'm going to do them. Because I do know also is that you have, you have a lot of consistency. And I think that's the other important piece is that it's not that we just see you once in a while. It's that we see you on a consistent basis through different channels, different areas. So how are you, how are you managing that? Or what does that look like in your world? Oh, I would love to tell you, I have a great content creation calendar and I follow it to a T and it's not. Um, but I'm always looking for a good story. Like what, like I, I uh, struggle a little bit, like when I have a new listing, because I want to share it, but I don't want to just go, hey, and here's another listing by Nancy Chapin and come by this open house. Like the other and day, blah, was, we hear blah, 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 right? That's what Oh my God, doing. nobody wants that. So okay. Saturday was my first open house since the pandemic. So I put Facebook Live on um, while I was driving around about to go put the signs up and just chatted a little bit about you know, what it felt like to be back at it doing, which is less about, and I did, of course, say, oh, so if you're in, you know, the Ballard area, come on by. But it's really about, this is what you think about 
this is what goes through my head about it's the real my stuff. Day and my work. It's the real stuff. People want a story. They don't. Right. I think, and I think that's again where people get tripped up when they're like, "What content do I do?" Because they think everything is an advertisement. And if you think of it as, "How do I get to tell a story so that people get to know me a little bit?" Right. It's kind of right. like dating. Yeah. I mean, how do you? What do you? It's been a long time since I've been on a date, but I think, I think, I think one of the things you're supposed to think about is like, so how do I help this other person get to know me? Like, what are, what are some of those stories? What are, what's a day in the life look like? So this person can decide if they want a second date or not. Yes. And I think video is a great way for people to be able to see that. Well, and the other thing I think too, and you do this as well, is that uh, look at what the problem of the day is, or look at what the struggle is happening right now, either in the industry or what's happening, and then you answer that question. And I think that that's intriguing because people say, oh my gosh, I was feeling the same way, or I was having the same question, and now you're addressing that specifically. It feels as if you're talking to me. And I think that having that uh, type of video is also, and and I've watched yours, is also something that is... a it attracts people, right? Because they click on, they go, again, you're authentic. Wow. You have a similar situation that I just went through. And now you're telling me how you dealt with it. Maybe I could learn something. Yeah. I have to say one of my favorite things that I've ever done was uh, this last year. I don't remember when I started late spring and I did a daily gratitude series Mm -hmm. and um, some of them were more insightful and, you know, kind of inspiring than others for sure. But Every day I shot something about what was I grateful for. And I posted, I invited people to, you know, go in the comments and say something they were grateful for. And like, I was blown away at how much engagement and people would come back like every day for that next video and they would share what they were grateful for. And the number of people who would message me privately and say, I'm sort of just a, you know, a, an observer on social media. I don't post, but uh, your videos really have helped me. Yes. Or, or you missed a day. Where were you? I, right. I, and, and then when I stopped, because I was just like, I kind of needed a break. And then I kind of hit a harder time in the fall where it was harder to, to um, sort of bask in gratitude. And I just thought, I'm not going to do this if I can't, if it doesn't feel like it's authentic for me. Because, I mean, really to do... An authenticity gratitude series when you're feeling like you're forcing it just like it, it would come through. So, so um, it sounds like you don't really you don't have a set schedule, but you look at you're looking for a story, you're looking for being authentic, and when that kind of hits you, you go, okay, now it's it's time to do a video. That's for public consumption. I do. I probably record between three and ten videos a day. And most of those just go to one-on-one one-on-one either. Sometimes it's just a quick video text. Uh, Sometimes it's, you know, I shoot, I have my, my setup right here, like what we're talking right now. And so I'll, um, I shoot all sorts of video just saying, Hey, here's where we're at with the listing. This is the update. Uh, Usually if there's something more complicated where I, I, um, I make a, I'm told I have an expressive face. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, 
if you ever watch a video of mine and you put it in the slow motion, like you know how YouTube lets you oh, change this a lot of face movement. Oh my god, it's painful. <laughs> Almost equally so if you speed it up. Just you know, you're sitting yep. home some night and you're bored. Go for it. But um, but there's the face that's like. Uh, I don't really know how to tell you, but you're a hundred thousand over in your estimate for your what the value of your house is, and I really don't know how to tell you, or I don't know how to tell you it's offer review date, and we don't have any offers. Like there's a squinchy face right. that I cannot communicate in text. Got I don't it. know how to spell that face. Um, and sometimes you know, it's uh, yeah. There's all yep. sorts of examples where being able to do that made a huge difference. Well, and I so, agree with you. I, I do that, you know, the same thing, like when it comes to uh, birthday wishes, so birthday video or like communicate with my kids, you know, they won't respond to text. They won't respond to a phone call. And I send them a video text. And I mean, my phone rings instantly, dad, what's what's wrong? What's up? And yeah. just to your point, right. It, it's a deeper connection. Uh, it's easier actually for us to do because we can speak uh, more fluently and into a camera and then quickly send it than trying to figure out exactly what to say. And it self-corrects and gives us a word that we don't want. We don't catch it. And it's yeah. misconstrued. Right. I mean, there's, there's no misunderstanding when you're watching a video. It's pretty straightforward. And it's like having a conversation. Uh, um, it's no different than the conversation you and I are having right now. Um, and the fact that we are doing it on zoom so we can see each other's faces. Right. Like, that's all we're doing. Yep. With video. Exactly. Is, um, is just having that conversation. Um, but I do think for people who have not given themselves that permission to show up, it's hard. Uh, but I think it's about where do you start? Like, don't start with the, you know, video series that you're going to put on every social channel you're connected to. Like, don't do, don't start there. Again, exactly. just get into it, make yourself a practice of, I'm going to shoot one video, one 10 second video a day, every day, or even three times a week to people I love who are not connected to real estate at all. And, and I'm going to just do that until it, till it feel till it's a habit. Yeah. Till it feels normal. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And then I want to come back. I want to talk to you about uh, the, a little bit of tech side of it, uh, of sure. that. And then um, a couple of the questions that I have about some of the videos that you do. So I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay. Excellent. Hey, everyone. This is Michael Fanning. And with me is Eric Thompson. We're with Windermere Coaching. We thought we'd take just a moment to let you know a little bit about maybe how to get your feet wet into coaching with Windermere Coaching through the Windermere Path. Eric, tell us a little bit about the Windermere Path. So the Windermere Path gives you a call every week. You can join live or you can watch the recording. One of three things happen on those calls. You get a specific lesson that's taught by you, Mike, by Doug Simcock, by me, or Nick Hansen. The second thing that happens is we do live interviews with your Windermere colleagues. So you can hear right from them about how they are implementing all the tools that we teach them in coaching so that you can be inspired by their story the third thing that happens is you get to ask questions of us, things that are happening in your business right now, in your world. We help just to keep you on the, on the ninja path. Hey, Eric, it sounds like a lot of great content. So listeners, if you're interested in finding out more about the Windermere Path, simply go to windermerecoaching.com, click on the explore button, give us your name and your email address, and we'll get back to you with all the information you need to get started on the Windermere Path. Thank you so much, and we'll return you to our content. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm really excited. I have Nancy Chapin with us. If you've been listening, uh, Nancy Chapin has been in the real estate business. We're talking about video. So, Nancy, so you're doing 10 videos a day. So let me ask you this. Do you have a, do you have a team? Do you have all this, uh, all this great equipment? Uh, do you have a studio? Do you have a green room? I mean, all this stuff. I mean, give us some understanding of, you know, because some people will give me the excuse, well, I just don't, I'm not technical. And so that's going to be difficult for me. Tell me kind of, you know, you make it pretty easy from what I can tell. I, uh, I have a long arm and a cell phone. <laughs> yes, long arm. And a, explain to us long arm. Is that, is that your physical long arm or is there actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, really. I have a long arm. I reach all the <laughs> stuff on the top shelf in my house. Freak, we refer to my freakishly long arms. They're not really that long. But uh, for years and years and years, all I did was, and I have mastered holding my phone sideways. Um, and being able to hit the button, mm-hmm. well, I just do it with my left hand. Um, and I know to have the window, you know, you just practice like what, I mean, just if you're taking a felt, selfie picture, you right. know, like have the window in front of you, not behind you, hold it just a tiny bit above your eye level, but not too high because that's weird. Uh, and then hit record and look into the camera and tell people. Do you use whatever. any little lighting at all for your videos? You know, I didn't until recently. Okay. Um, if people go look on my Facebook page, Nancy Chapin, just my personal page, just last week, I think I posted a picture of my command center here at home. Yes. Um, that changed with uh, creating a home office during the pandemic. Um, so I have a great stand-up desk. I did just buy myself a, a decent mic here because I got tired of the audio being okay but not great Mm -hmm. um i did just buy a little three set light kit but i don't use it all the time um but i did that finally because i got tired of having crappy lighting i'll shoot a lot at night uh like my family goes to bed i I, that's where my brain is percolating and i I have all my ideas and it's like oh i should just go shoot that right now while i'm thinking of it because like most of creativity, I think if you overthink it or plan or wait till it's stale and not right in that moment of inspiration, sometimes it loses something. It's kind of like taking five takes of something. Right. It's going to be as authentic as the first one. So, um, so I do have a little bit of gear here at home, but um, I usually when I'm out and about uh, shooting video, I just use my... Um, earbuds yes i always call them the wrong thing airpods is what i call them but i'm right whatever they are i use those because the audio is really quite good although i did buy uh the road go mics which are also good but i'm not convinced for a couple hundred bucks when i already had the things in my ear that it's that much better but sometimes i don't want that look on the video if i'm getting a little more polished and crazy that i'll exactly the other mic um I think having a, a cheapy $20 little tripod thing is not a bad deal um, because you can then set it up. I talk a lot with my hands. It's part of, I think, what makes us human is just, again, being weird, doing whatever we're going to do. So I like being able to not have to hold the phone uh, while I'm recording. It also makes the, the video more stable. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, so having a little something like that that you can set on whatever you're shooting. Um, I did, like, if you want to up your game a little bit, like, I, 
I do shoot my listing videos these days and I shoot um, a video called what's nearby. So I shoot, you know, here's, you know, whatever the address is and I let me show you around the neighborhood and I'll go take a minute and a half video of, of, what's, that are, of what's nearby. So I do have a, a gimbal, which is one of those little things you put your phone yep. in and it makes the, um, it's very cinematic. It's steady. Smooth. Yes. It's really steady. It's sweet. And they're like 120 bar, Osmo 3, mobile it's called 3. called Osmo 3? Yep. And for those I listening, can... I'm going to put all this in show notes. I've got some links that I'll put in there for everybody. Oh, great. And I can send you a couple links to yeah. particular things I like. Um, but the Osmo 3, I think it's like 120 bucks these days. And actually, at the beginning of the pandemic, I loved it. Um, our managing broker, Joe Easterday, got one for the office. So oh, that's great. could share it and check it out. And and I would have to say, um, it comes with a, a program within it that is cumbersome and overwhelming. If you're already like, oh my God, I'm doing video. You don't have to use, you don't have to use the app and sync it to that. You can just use your native video camera on your phone and then just use it for the stabilizing feature. Right. Yeah, and, and I, I, I have one of those. I do the same thing. The other thing I found was a, a really great little light that just clips right onto my phone. It's a little, it's a little circle light. So that if I am yep. in a, doing a video, it, it just it gives, me, it gives you better coloring a little bit. Sometimes if it's dark, like you said. Um, but if you uh, wear glasses, the circle lights or the ring lights make yeah, you can look see like them in the glasses. Yeah. Yep. So I'm not, and I, I can't quite get away without wearing my glasses. So. Yeah, I've had to stay away from the ring lights for that. The ring yeah, light. something like that's super easy. Um, and so, so, so I guess my point is that I want the listeners to hear is uh, that don't let a hurdle be, well, I don't have the right equipment. I mean, it can be as easy as you have a long arm, you have your iPhone or whatever phone you're using, you turn it around and you shoot your video. Um, and then you're, you, you use BombBomb. Do you, have, do you have any other? I use iMovie. Do you use anything else to, uh, to like edit your videos at all? I do most of my editing with iMovie because it's so stinking easy. Super easy, oh my yes. God. There are other ones. Um, I use Filmora uh, Wondershare on my PC, my computer. Mm-hmm. And I keep telling myself one of these days I'm really going to learn how to use it, but I don't. So there are a few <laughs> things that I will edit on that, um, but I don't. Um, I'm just looking quick to see if there's anything else. Uh, what's this one that I, it's dual something. It's an app. I've tried, I tried it a couple of times, although God, I kind of forgot about it. It was buried. I probably have 20 different camera photography video apps on my phone. Most of them I don't use. Right. Um, I, I run in the same boat. There's, I, I have my, my real big go-tos and that's iMovie, right? Use that one all the time. And then that's about, I mean, other than that, I use just, I shoot video on my phone. And then I do use a, I do use a little microphone uh, that plugs into my, uh, my phone that just gives me, it's, it's by Sure, and I'll put a link to it. That just gives me a real quality sound. Uh, I do have a lapel mic as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's just corded. And again, because I'm just holding it with my arm, I don't need right. it to be. Well, and depending on if you're walking around and there's and there's street noise or the wind's blowing, right? Things of that nature. 
uh, just having something like that. And then the one thing I want to kind of jump back to, so um, is that as Kemp earlier, we were talking, but you know, what's interesting is you post it out to social media, it goes to Facebook. Uh, do you do IG uh, Instagram I video? Don't. Okay. Um, but we'll hear it's one too many steps for me. Got it. Got it. So here's my question for you. How many people do you think that don't, that don't, you don't get a reading on, right? Because you're in Facebook. Um, but do you have an understanding of how many people that probably watch your videos that don't do anything, but then they'll come out of the woodwork and say, I got to tell you, I've been watching your videos for a while. And oh I just God. wanted to say this. And you're like, wow, how long have you been watching? And they're like, oh, I'm an avid watcher of your stuff. I just don't ever comment. Absolutely. In fact, I had um, a couple was in town last November. No, they weren't in town. They live in California. They want to move up here because their kids and grandkids are up here. They had been up here once before. I don't even know how they saw some video of mine. And she had kept it, like she kept the link or my name or whatever, and said, I really like her. If we ever really do move to Seattle, I think we should reach out to her. And then they were in town and uh, were wandering around Wallingford one day and I had a condo listing and they walked past it. The name kind of rang a bell, but not really. But they, um, there's a QR code on the flyer. She scanned it, takes you to a video saying, hey, my name's Nancy Chapin. Thanks so much for checking out my house. Here's all the information about it, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, it's her. <laughs> And she called me and she said, oh my God, I saw one of your videos years ago and totally thought you were somebody I wanted to connect with. And here you are showing up on my morning walk. Yep. It's crazy. How it works. Yeah. Or, um, but it's not even just clients. Like I, I think in the world of collegial relationships that most brokers don't meet one another like you know they're those people like there's you know that relatively small handful given all the brokers that are out there right handful of people i know but there are an awful lot more people who know me from the video and i think that behooves me when i'm submitting an offer on their i totally um, agree with you I also, just as a couple of other places where I do do video in that world of differentiating yourself is um, I will send a video with an offer. Yeah, I, I love that idea. In, in, app, in absence of the old days when you could present in person. I also um, will make sure to uh, communicate when I'm the listing broker as much information as I can about the listing or what's happening or what happened on offer review date, just to give people again, more context and story. Um, and all of that just means people, more people are familiar with who I am. And I just think if that's coming from a place of goodwill that, and, and it just builds rapport and reputation in a business where I think it's really easy to make up stories about other people because they didn't return your phone call right away. Exactly. Um, especially these days. I think that's really true. Um, well, I'm amazed at how many people like I've had uh, email exchanges with, and then I'm on a zoom call with them. Like, Oh, you're nothing like I thought you were from your email. You're totally yeah. different. I mean, wow. Holy cow. We should have done this a long time ago. 
Yeah, right. Absolutely. And and you bring up another point that I, I do want to just hit on because I think it's critical. You said this. I, I loved that an offer video, a listing broker video, but you set a QR code on your sign. You know, here's one thing that I think that uh, we we miss out on is that uh, a connection with the neighbors. You know, how many people walk past your sign and they see your sign, they see your name, and now all of a sudden they scan a code and now you're talking to them and they're watching a video. And who knows, maybe a month, two months, a year from now, they decide, like you said, oh, we should probably sell our house. Remember the person that had the video on the sign and they talked to us? We should get a hold of her. I mean, I don't think we underestimate the power of that. I think that's really true. And there's a number of ways you can do that. I mean, if you are the kind of person who puts a letter on everybody's doorstep that says, hey, here's when the open houses are, you know, if you want a private tour or whatever, Throw a QR code on that that says, hey, you know. It's a video. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's just you saying something. And I, I had somebody sort of push back a little bit about the QR code thing recently because when they first came out and you had to have a special app to access them, they flopped. Nobody ever used them. But I think in the last couple of years, they and, and especially this past year, but even in the couple of years before that, I started seeing them on everything. And why yeah. wouldn't you just take an opportunity to look people in the eyes and say, hey, thanks. Thanks for reaching out. Thanks for your interest. Hey, I'm, a, you know, like there's a real person behind this. Right. And I want right. to make, I want to help address your need, your problem, solve your problem, be a resource, whatever it is. Because um, it's really all about connection and relationship. I agree. I and I'm a, day better today. I'm a huge QR code promoter. In fact, uh, today we just saw that uh, our business cards are now going to have a space again now back for QR codes. So, you know, if I, have, I can scan it. There's a video of you. I mean, it's it's just amazing the connection that it has. Um, yeah. And I just actually, while I'm thinking one more plug. Yeah, absolutely. If there is a book called Rehumanize mm-hmm. uh, by Ethan Butte and... Oh, I can't remember his name and it's not, it must be on my bookshelf. Um, the guys who are the two of the head people at uh, BombBomb wrote this book based on the decade plus of them working with people's businesses around how do we rehumanize our business? And they think that one-on-one communication with video is a phenomenal way to do it. So they wrote a whole book about it and there's a ton of other uh, beyond the book sort of reference and examples that you can watch of other people's videos. And it is really, it is one of the most inspiring books that I have read and just validating of like, oh yeah, that is really kind of why I do this. And realizing that I barely scratch the surface of what's possible about how to do this. Right. Um, and it's anyway, so if people, if this sparks anything for folks, I would highly recommend getting that book. I, and uh, I will put a link to that book in there. So I just want to kind of recap here because there's a lot of nuggets that I pulled out. So first thing I heard was authenticity. Um, be authentic, be you. Don't, it's not a polished advertisement. Agree? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's connection and communication. If you think of it as advertising, uh, it will, it, you'll just shoot yourself in the foot on it. Yeah. Absolutely. And the second thing is don't underestimate the reach of video, even if even if you're tracking tools saying you're not getting, you know, nobody opened it, but then you're putting it out on social media and it is authentic and solving a problem or genuine. There's people that are watching it that aren't going to necessarily reach out to you, but they're going to remember you. Right. 
I did I did a little funny selfie video a couple years ago. I had a listing where we were going on the market and that morning I went circled back behind the condo and some Nimrod, not my client, but somebody had put a mattress out in the middle of the alley. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't just leave this. Like, what am I going to do? So I went and rented a U-Haul pickup, my gloves and all that stuff. And we, I just shot this picture of me, you know, putting the mattress. I mean, I didn't do it as I was putting it. I'm not that talented, but but showing, you know, sometimes it's not very glamorous what we do as a listing agent. And I had more people, uh, eight, like years later saying, oh my God, I thought, I loved seeing that you did that. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, it resonated because they were like, hey, look at, she's doing something that's genuine. This is what's going on. And again, it's a, it, it goes back to the other point is that when somebody says, do you have a cadence? Well, it really is when you're inspired, when something hits you where you say, hey, this would be interesting people might enjoy this, this might be informational, this might be helpful, this might be problem solving. It's a good opportunity for a video. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I think that uh, people have all sorts of odd notions, I think, about what a real estate professional does, or what it takes, especially in a hot market where people think, oh my God, you must be making money hand over fist. It's so easy. Yeah. You're not doing anything. (laughs) You know, but I mean, regardless, I mean, I mean, we're blessed that we live in Seattle where it is most always a great market more often than not uh, challenging in its own way, but people just don't get it about what all you do yeah. and to be able to make, and, and some of that's on us. You it, know? Is. it is. I think we absolutely want to look like we have our act together in a way that is polished and slick. And I mean, I did have somebody years ago, I had sent them one of those videos saying, Hey, I'm great. Glad we could talk. Looking forward to seeing you because I get to see the back end analytics. Um, 10 minutes after they watched the video, they texted me and canceled the appointment. And I was, I was stunned. I was like, Oh no, the video steals the deal. Why would you cancel? And then I thought back to the conversation we'd had and I thought, Oh, these people wanted the lady in the Navy suit and pumps driving a fill in the blank, whatever. Yes. I'm not the right person for them. And they just saved me hours and hours of prepping for the meeting and the time to go do it. And I was so happy. Um, So I think, yeah. Yeah, if it's not a fit, it's not a fit, no matter which way you look at it, right? And that's the thing. If if, if they're going to be that way at the front, it's not going to be any easier as you go through it anyways. And we have a lot of people that will just bend over backwards trying to please somebody at the end of the day to say, you know what, we're not a right fit. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if it's getting older. I think, I think it was, I think when I hit my fifties, oh, so long ago, um, that shifted for me both about how I dress for work. I was like, really? I'm not wearing a suit. Um, <laughs> cause when I started in real estate, I did. And yeah. I, but part of that was my own discomfort with feeling like I knew enough. Uh, that I had to, I was still feeling like I had to prove something, right. and I I don't feel that way. So I think there's a lot of ease. Well, and it brings me to the the last little piece here is that uh, you know get over yourself. 
I think, you know, and we, we all have imperfections. We all, and when, and you said it, when you can show your own vulnerability, it gives other people the permission to do the same. And those are the types of people that you, I mean, at least I know in my world, and I'm not speaking for you that I want to connect with, right? I want to connect with those people that are also able to be vulnerable and also able to understand we're human and humanize this business. And that it's about relationships. And I think the video lets you do that, but you know, you're show that you're not polished. So I want to turn this around for a second because you have ramped up a ton this last year with video. Yes. Not that you weren't doing it before, but it has really changed in your in your morning warm-ups. Thank you. I love those. Thank I don't you. See them every morning, but I do love them. So what was your learning curve around getting more comfortable on video? You know, because you just, certainly are more comfortable than you know, when you first started. Well, I have to tell you, and I have to give you, I have to give you acknowledgement because it was me sitting in a car one morning when it was cold. And I said, Hey, this is a warm up. I, these are my thoughts. And you said, Oh, you should maybe try to do that more often. And then it turned into, I'm doing it every day or five days a week. But what got me more comfortable around it was um, a lot of those videos I shoot are what I'm going through with a coach or going through my life. And it has an impact on me. And so it's genuine. And so when I share it, right, and I say, hey, this is happening, like maybe I have a difficult conversation with my teenager and I learn about taking responsibility. Hey, some of the people might want to know about that. So let me talk about that. And so I just kind of bank those up, those ideas up. And then it just, I just know now it's part of my routine. You know, I got comfortable with my phone. I got comfortable with my lighting. I got comfortable with my space. And I said, oh, this is easy to do. You know, and very rarely is it more than one take. It's, you know, I just roll, I take some notes and I do it. And, uh, and like you, I started noticing people were enjoying it and that motivates you, right? When you know that you're having an impact on other people and they say, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but what you're doing really has impacted my morning. That gets me going. Cause then I know that I'm walking in my purpose or in my why is I'm helping other people. And so all of it, right, kind of worked together. But initially, you know, I would, I would shoot it and go, did I sound funny? Was that okay? Did I say the right words? And then I just said, you know what, forget about it. Even one day, I think I shot one. I said, you know, I think I just said the wrong thing, but I'm just going to keep rolling. And, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I did um, a bunch of videos one night at the office. It was uh, back when we were in the office and I had run across the street to the pizza place, had some dinner, came back, was doing a bunch of video sent them off to people and I was just about to send the last one. And for some reason I watched it before I sent it, which I rarely do. And um, I had had pesto pizza oh. <laughs> and I, a little bit of green in your teeth. Oh my God, Mike. And I had sent like three out. I looked like I was in a bad Halloween movie. I had so much crap in my teeth. And of course I then had to shoot a, off a text to each of the people I'd sent going, well, lesson learned. Lesson Here learned. Eight. Just check your teeth before you shoot video. Well, I will say I do. I do record it and I do watch it real quickly to make sure that there's no, you know, like, you know, that I don't have something on my face or that my shirt's not all cockeyed or something like that. But other than that, you know, it's pretty much genuine and being authentic. Well, I'm going to put links. So you said bomb bomb. I'm going to do that. We talked about a gimbal. We talked about the book uh, Rehumanize. I'll put that in the show uh, links. Uh, obviously we talked about iMovie. That's a good thing. You don't have a lot of technical stuff, but uh, be genuine, be authentic, get over yourself, solve a problem, solve a solution and do it consistently. I mean, would you say that that's also kind of an important piece of just consistency in and doing it? Part of it is because that's how you're going to get comfortable. Yes. You're going to get better. 
Oh, can I add one thing? I know you're trying to oh, wrap this up. Yes, 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 but, you can. But sir, um, you were, when you were just talking about that, you know, when people respond or you know that it's having an impact, that that's so motivating. What I also have been challenged by at different times is um, when I don't, when I shoot something that I'm like, oh, like it really is yes. heartfelt for me and it's crickets. Yeah, you don't like, hear anything. Nobody, there's nothing. And I have to remember, this was particularly true when I was doing the gratitude series, was um, that I was showing up for me, not because I wanted somebody to like me. Yes. Yep. Uh, and and that is um, some of probably what I've talked about a lot in therapy over the years. But, you know, I want people to like me. I mean, I don't think you show up in the world uh, doing some of the stuff I do if you're not also, you know, enjoying the engagement. And sometimes people don't engage back and uh, you, you can't take that personally, just yep. like in life in general. So, yes. Like everything else, video and showing up authentically is going to be a learning curve, not so much around the technical stuff, but just about being a human in the world where you feel vulnerable. And um, sometimes you will feel loved and held and supported in that. And other times you may feel like it's just you. And that's got to be good enough because amen for showing up as you, whether anybody else is seeing it or not. Yep. Well, and I love it. I think the book, uh, The Art of Possibility with Ben Zanders, he has rule number six. No other rules, but rule number six, stop taking yourself so damn seriously. I love that rule, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a good one. Well, I got to tell you, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Um, and uh, I'll put that in the show notes for everybody else. If somebody wants to get a hold of you to ask you a little bit more about how you're doing with your video, um, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you, Nancy? Uh, they can email me, nancy at nancychapin.com. You can go, um, I'll be honest, I don't have a ton of stuff that's very interesting on my YouTube channel, Nancy Chapin Real Estate. Um, I'm working on that. Uh, To be honest, go find me on Facebook if you want. Yep, look you up on Facebook. I'll put a link to your Facebook page uh, and I'll put a link to your email in the show notes so people want to reach out to you. Um, And so, hey, thanks so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Mr. Fanning, always a delight. Thanks so much for asking. You bet. And listeners, if you found this interesting and helpful, please feel free to give us a rating and also please uh, share this out too. And uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you with our next episode. Uh, And this has been Nancy Chapin. Nancy, thanks so much. Have a great day. Thanks. Take care, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this content interesting, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. Also, if you're a real estate agent with an epic idea and you're doing something great to create great client service or work-life balance, or maybe both, please reach out to us at fanning at windermere.com. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.